Welcome to Tech Demand Weekly. I'm Charles and on this week's episode we are starting our mini-series on podcasting. Podcasts are a relatively new tool for the content marketer, but with their low cost and potential high reach, they offer great value to any business. Over the course of the next few episodes, I'll be speaking to marketers who already host podcasts to find out why they do it and what makes them successful. I'll also be talking to some of the industry's biggest names to get tips and advice on how you can start your very own podcast. As a medium, it is really, really simple to get started. It's only, it's just beyond, I mean, blogging, you can't argue that blogging is the simplest thing. You've got a keyboard, you've got a computer, you can just start typing. But similarly, you've got a smartphone. You just open it up, get your dictaphone running, press the big red record button and just start speaking. So it's a, it's a very similar thing. We've all got a tool with us right here and now that we can record with. I would argue that the kind of the, the 45 minute average podcast these days is too long. And I think not enough people bring in their own personal experience to this. And by that, I mean, you can talk about like, you know, stuff totally outside of work. So we're doing a social media marketing podcast where we're talking about Twitter search, but we're actually going to put a perspective on it whereby I'm a mountain biker. That's what I do. That's my hobby. That's what I spend all my spare time doing. So we're going to talk all around that mountain biking thing. My guest today is podcaster Colin Gray. Colin is the CEO and founder of the podcasthost.com, a podcast network and a huge content resource on creating a successful show. As the host of the Podcraft podcast, Colin gives advice on how to podcast from what equipment to use, how to tell great stories, editing and even monetizing your podcast. To begin our conversation, I asked Colin what he sees as the main benefits to a business of having a podcast of its own. I think one of the hardest things for any business, from small to big, is getting beyond that kind of faceless image of business, isn't it? Like a lot of people see businesses as just out there to get your money and that's it. You know, they've just got a service or a product or whatever. They just want to get your money. And that is obviously, that makes it hard for, to build trust hard for people to you know grow to like and trust a business that's i always feel like that is one of the hardest problems out there for any given business and podcasting is just ideal for solving that problem for me because it takes a faceless business it takes this thing this organization this money-making entity and turns it into a person you know you hear the person behind it you hear the people behind that business so if it's like a, a one-person business you hear the the founder of it the you know the person who runs the coaching the teaching the whatever it is that you do you hear that actual human being behind the brand that runs it and you get to know that person their personality their ethos their thoughts their fears all that kind of stuff and once you know that person that is what builds trust that's what builds that credibility and i think that works brilliant for small businesses even more so for bigger businesses as well because as soon as you hear team members behind like you know you take uh, like coca cola that's just a big corporation but as soon as you hear some people that work inside that business how they think how they feel it suddenly puts a human element behind it so for me that is the biggest benefit to any business and running a podcast it's the human element the trust the credibility that comes with it. it that's also something you can't really get across or allow to to be reached through say a, a blog post or a white paper or anything else like that that okay might have been obviously written by a human being somebody that either works for the company or has been paid by the company to write it but it doesn't get that same connection with the audience with the the target prospect if you like for your business 
Agreed. And yeah, I mean, blogging is a great medium as well. And I think uh, we'll probably talk about this later, like the comparisons between them. But blogging is, you know, you have to be an amazing writer to really move people. You know, writers can do it, obviously, like great books, um, great poetry, all that kind of stuff. You can do it in writing, but you have to be good at it. Whereas if you just talk honestly and transparently in audio, people hear your voice, they hear your kind of your personality. It's just so much easier that way. It's just how, it's how we know how to communicate naturally, isn't it? Yeah, and one one of the things that I found really interesting so far this year, especially, is just how big the growth has been for podcasting. I mean, over here in the UK, we're we're about five years behind the growth state of the United States at the moment, but obviously it is all still growing rather rapidly. And when you look at what's happened only a, a month or so ago with Spotify acquiring Gimlet for so much money, it makes sense, doesn't it, that that's happening? I mean, do you think that's a trend that's going to continue? I do, yeah. I mean, I think it's been building. The The Spotify acquisitions were you know they were headline grabbing because there were so much money but there's been there's been other uh fundraising rounds of of sort of single millions <laughs> you know in the in the startup world people think oh it's, that's a pittance you know anything a million pounds that's nothing but i mean that is a lot of money uh that's already been coming into podcasting from years back now and i think just this year that yeah those spotify headlines have made a big difference and i think that just shows that it's growing and 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 the stats this year as well you know the infinite dial report came out just a couple of weeks ago i think it was wasn't it and showed the biggest growth in the last year uh, that we've seen for any year so far well maybe not for any year but certainly the last five years so the medium's growing the listenership's growing the money coming into it is growing and that can only be a good thing even for us small podcasters you know if the industry gets bigger it helps us all that's it i think sometimes a lot of the emphasis can be can be drawn too much to the advertising side of uh, of podcasting and how much money advertising generates for it but th- this acquisition that spotify have made that's not really anything to do with advertising at all that's down to the content purely on its own isn't it yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think you caught on something there as well. And I think I had a conversation with a few people on Twitter about this recently was the the size of the podcasting space always seems to be measured by the amount of advertising income. But, you know, that's equated. So say, what was it again? I think it was something like a few hundred million pounds a year or dollars a year. That was the size of the advertising income for podcasting. And that's a, that's a tiny number compared to TV advertising, radio advertising, online advertising in general. And But that's equated to the size of the podcast industry, which is nonsense because so much of podcasting makes its money through completely different means. Anything from, you know, listener supported models like Patreon, you know, people giving regular donations in that way to support a creator right up to bigger companies creating a podcast which sells their own products none of that stuff is counted in and that that is the part that's growing for me i think because there's much more companies putting money into podcasting because it helps grow their brand grows their sales and similar with you know solo entrepreneurs uh, they create a show because it helps them grow their personal brand like we said earlier it grows that trust it grows those sales that's not advertising income so all of those business-based podcasts are growing. They're growing exponentially. And the money coming into those companies is growing in that way. But it's not affecting the advertising income because it's a different thing entirely. So I think there's a lot of um, sort of misreporting around that. And actually, the, the industry is growing and much bigger than people think because of that too. 
I, I think that's a very, very good point, actually. I mean, you've you've only got to look into the, the Apple podcast iTunes charts to sort of see what sort of podcasts are now, uh, you know, becoming into existence. I mean, you've got a lot of celebrity-led podcasts coming up. David Tennant started his podcast about a month ago. That has already went straight into the new and noteworthy. Uh, all of these podcasts are big names are starting to come out. They're not just by personal people that we know like celebrities, but also by brands as well, which is sort of putting the the way podcasting has been known to be for so many years as being small, independent, anybody can do it as long as you've got a microphone. And it's kind of the realisation of, of how big this can actually be is finally dawning, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of companies are realizing that. And it's partly, it's it's funny seeing the big audio companies. So that the Spotify thing again, they, I mean, they were music, but they're realizing um, that, and I was reading a bit about this, it's really interesting, the fact that, you know, with music, they're, as they grow their listenership, their costs grow as well. Uh, so they have to license out music, obviously, and that's, so they have to pay out more royalties. But podcasting is such a much more open medium that if they create content, then they own it. The margins are huge on it. And there's a lot of audio companies, I think, waking up to this. Like even companies like Audible. So Audible's an audiobooks company. Originally, they sell audiobooks, but they create original content now, much in the way of Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff like that. And it's just, I think it's going to be really interesting in the next couple of years seeing how people you know as much more attention comes into the industry as many more different you know people with a lot of experience in different spots come into podcasting they'll figure out so many different ways to use it to monetize it to to grow it it's going to be yeah it's going to be fascinating how it all transpires so what do you think makes podcasts so unique compared to those other areas of the content family like blogging uh, white papers and, and other things like that I think it comes down to one thing and that's attention. It's all down to attention. So go back to blogs and video, the the main competitors. Blogs are are great for discovery. So people find us. So our company, I mean, I run a podcasting company. Our whole thing is based around podcasting, but more people find us via our blog than podcasting, video, anything else put together because text is still that primary search tool and even though voice search is growing voice search still uses text as a as the the medium you know you t- you say something to alexa it still goes and reads all the the text articles um to to give you an answer so the blog is really a discovery thing for me and it's where people find you first it's where they can skim through you know content they can get a quick answer to something but like you said earlier and we both said earlier like it doesn't quite have the personality so maybe it doesn't capture people's attention it doesn't grow that loyalty in the same way so you're lucky if you can get people to uh, to read a blog like all the way through. You know, usually they'll skim through it, looking at the headlines, read a couple of paragraphs that really suit their uh, the question that they have, try and get some answers, and then they'll head off somewhere else, either by clicking a link or you know seeing something in the sidebar. Or it's just distraction city. They'll just head off. And similar with video, you know, you go to YouTube. There's some great content there. Video is great for impact. It's good for starting to build some personality there, make you a bit more memorable. So you do get some of that personality that trust that transparency but still distraction you know you get um three four minutes out of people on youtube if you're lucky most of the time and then they'll click something in the sidebar again or they'll just head off somewhere else because they've got their whole browser in front of them 
And this is where podcasting comes in for me because that's both distraction like everywhere. So blogging, video, you get a few minutes of attention. But with podcasting, podcasting fits into people's wasted time into people's otherwise unused time. So that could be driving the car. You know, you're in the car for an hour. What else are you going to do? You can't watch a video. You can't read a book. So you can learn something through podcasting or you can be entertained through podcasting. Similar with things like, you know, ironing your clothes or cooking your dinner or walking your dog or podcasting fits into these times when you're doing something repetitive and you can't really do anything else much. So you just get a bit of entertainment and that, that leads to the attention. So people will listen to you for half an hour or an hour or some of the biggest shows out there, they're three hours long. You've got Dan Carlin, Hardcore History, which is three hours long, just one guy talking about history and he manages to keep people's attention. It's, that is a testament to how much attention podcasting gives. And that's that's where it sticks. That's the, the unique point for me because when you're in front of people for half an hour or an hour at a time, if you're giving them good content, you're either teaching them something or inspiring them or motivating them or just entertaining them, they get to know you so well through that time. They're they're spending an hour with you in their earbuds, um, you know, directly into their brain. That's why they get to know podcast hosts as if they're your friend. That's why it grows so much trust. And to me, that's what's really unique about podcasting. I completely agree. I mean, it goes back to the whole thing about how radio is that medium, which is just so personal that that is attention grabbing, but also doesn't stop you doing anything else that you want to. It's exactly the same. And it, it, but with with podcasting, you're not dictated to by a schedule. You can literally create your own set schedule. So therefore, I can listen to a sports podcast on a Monday morning. First thing, I want to hear about all what happened in the football over the weekend. I can do that. And then I can move on and listen to a, a news podcast straight after that. I can listen to the New York Times daily just to sort of get a piece of real thorough investigative journalism in, into me to maybe inspire me or, 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 or whatever, just to start the day right. And at the same time that I'm doing all of that, I can be traveling to work. I can be setting my computer up at my desk, ready to start work for the day. And then for the rest of the day, I can be literally doing anything I want to and still have a podcast on in the background it's it's perfect yeah yeah totally it's i i actually find myself sometimes these days if i if i end up with 10 minutes spare like walking from one place to another without a pair of headphones i like i get really annoyed about it i'm like oh, what a waste of time i'm just walking about not really hearing anything this <laughs> you can take it a bit too far i i actually deliberately sometimes don't take my headphones these days to get a bit of you know just thinking time problem solving time but no it's it's just i've learned so many things and been so inspired so many times by the time i've spent listening to podcasts it's just yeah it's the most powerful medium to me thanks colin we'll be back after this short break Tech Demand is a B2B platform who specialize in connecting organizations with their customers. Tech Demand create unique and engaging specialist content which is evergreen for generating campaign success. Visit the website tech-demand.com to discover how Tech Demand can help you. Welcome back to Tech Demand Weekly. This week I'm joined by Colin Gray of thepodcasthost.com. Before the break, Colin discussed the rise in popularity of podcasting and why having a podcast can be so beneficial to a business. Now it's time to find out what you need in order to start your podcast. 
you need very little, which is the best thing about it. I mean, it's as a medium, it is really, really simple to get started. It's only, it's just beyond, I mean, blogging, you can't argue that blogging is the simplest thing. You've got a keyboard, you've got a computer, you can just start typing. But similarly, you've got a smartphone. You just open it up, uh, get your dictaphone running, press the big red record button and just start speaking. So it's a, it's a very similar thing. We've all got a tool with us right here and now that we can record with. And actually smartphone uh, microphones these days are really good. Like that's what they're designed to do, to capture a voice, send it over the airwaves. So they're actually pretty good these days, like just to hold a smartphone up in front of you and just press record, it, it works well. Um, so that's the basic thing. It's a microphone, something to capture your voice, a bit of software to to record it. Um, and yeah, we've, we've all got both in our pockets. I mean, if you want to step it up a bit, the next step up there is just a USB microphone. So you can get a bit better quality just by going out there and buying a dedicated microphone. Uh, you can spend maybe something around 50 to a hundred pounds to get um, a good mic that sounds really good, nice and professional, a stand to put on that kind of thing. And that is actually better quality than, than most podcasters out there. So at a base sense, that is all you need. When it comes to actually releasing your audio out there into the big wide world of the internet um i mean there are so many options it would be foolish i think for us to try and go through every single one but essentially you can either get a host to do it for yourself or to do it for you or you you can do it yourself through your own website um which is easier colin i think is probably the the best question <laughs> I was I would argue that uh and some people will say the opposite but I would argue that actually just buying a podcast hosting uh, package is the easiest way and the most reliable as well. Um they're actually like you've got platforms out there the ones we usually work with for example are um, Buzzsprout Buzzsprout are one of the best for me right now. They just make it so simple. You sign up uh and within about 30 seconds literally you've got an account set up. You've got a website there that'll host your podcast and if you have a recording made, you drag it in give it a title and and that's you running like that's you literally running there right and then and it's about um 10 ish 12 dollars i think they charge per month uh, us company so dollars obviously so it's what eight pounds or so a month um and it means that you can embed that then on your own website um but the advantages of having a podcast hosting platform are a few things for a start you get some stats so you can actually see who's listening how often what number of people all that kind of stuff which is always interesting gives you a bit of motivation to see that people are listening um, and also just the infrastructure like you can often find that if you host a podcast on your own website so if i was just to put an audio file onto my web hosting and then put that out as a podcast even if you you only get say 500 or a thousand listeners um, i say only that's a decent number to get you get a thousand listeners that's a thousand times that 100 meg file which is actually quite a lot when it comes to bandwidth on a website and a lot of shared hosting servers will actually shut you down for doing that so it's a bit it's a bit risky doing it on your own website but it is possible like you say so i would argue a hosting platform works really well for a few different reasons I think that's actually really good. I mean, recently I, I do another podcast, which is all about uh, my football club that I support. And uh, the weekend, I decided to put out um, some extra bonus material from last week's recording um, that we did, um, which was basically just we we had a um, we had a guest presenter with us because my one of my usual co-hosts couldn't make it. 
there due to work. Um, and this person used to be a, a journalist for the local paper up to a few years ago. And he agreed that he'd come on to be that third presenter with, with me and my other friend. And the recording ended up being two hours long. And most of it was because we started asking him questions about the time when he was the journalist reporting on the football club. So I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll cut that out, put it in as a separate audio file and then release it separately as a kind of extra bonus you've you've heard the hour-long podcast that you normally get if you want a little bit more which is about the guest that we had on this week then it's there on our website now so far I've kind of got that on there and we're we're, we're still quite small we get because we're so niche to be fair um we get about 500 listens a week we've had 350 listens to that separate extra bit of bonus audio and I'm already starting to worry that how long can I leave it there before WordPress shuts me down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it is it's definitely some a risk that you've got to manage isn't it and, and and probably as you say a host is probably the best route forward at least in the beginning yeah totally I think for the for the amount of money and, and I know that the 10 12 dollars a month or whatever is not a tiny amount of money for everyone but it's it's I think it takes so much hassle out of your hands and and the problem with content in general not just podcasting but just creating any kind of content on a regular basis is that you know there's so many little bits to it and it can sometimes seem so unimportant compared to you know getting your client work out there, getting your real, you know, getting your direct money earning work done. It can, that it's easy to just say, oh, I'll just, I'll just leave it. There's too many things in my head that I need to do to get that done. I'll just not do it this week. But you win with content. You grow an audience by being consistent, by being good every single week. Um, so I always say to people, like, if you can get rid of as many barriers as you possibly can, just make every single step as easy as you possibly can. It's worth a few pounds, a few dollars, whatever it is. And just do that and it'll make you, it'll be, it'll really pay off in the long run. I don't know about you, Colin, but one of the questions that I get asked most often as a, a podcast producer is how long should my podcast be um, <laughs> does it really matter I mean the, the party answer is no it doesn't matter because people listen to any uh, length of podcast you get podcasts out there that are one minute long three minutes long half an hour long two hours long whatever and and they all work in different ways I would actually argue that these days it does matter a little bit in that uh, a standard 45 minute podcast which is the kind of it's always been the you know the average people do an interview and it lasts somewhere between an hour half an hour and an hour I would argue that the kind of the, the 45 minute average podcast these days is too long I think that in most cases if you're just especially if you're just starting out you don't have an existing audience that you need to go shorter um, unless you're making a big thing of the fact that it's a long podcast you can you can make something unique out of just about anything so if you're saying this is going to be the hour-long podcast that concentrates for an hour on this one tiny little thing then fine but i think in most cases especially business shows you want to be quite short these days you want to start with 10 to 15 minutes and and work up from there and by all means once you've grown a bit of an audience once you're up into the thousands of listeners that's when you can start to play with it you know people are coming to you for your content you can say right i'm going to do a couple of hour-long episodes see if people stay engaged on that but to do a two-hour long episode experiment with that but technically yes it doesn't matter do any length you like but really i think try and keep it short or use whatever length 
you are using really deliberately and make a point of that length and make sure it's worth every minute that you're that you're recording one of the things that i did was when i sort of was helping my my client with this podcast to make this podcast i i said to them well look you know the the average um podcast length is around about between 32 and 37 minutes i think it was when i did my research sure. last yeah, yeah. um and, and i said so you want to be hitting somewhere just either just beneath that so that therefore if it does end up creeping up a little bit you're not going over time so to speak um but essentially the biggest thing is is that just have the you know it's as long as the good quality content is that you've got there's no point in making something an hour long if the the only bit of quality you've got is five minutes I think that's exactly it. I think as short as possible, but but no shorter, <laughs> which which to me means you know strive to be brief to to have a real sort of um, concise podcast. But if it takes you an hour and a half to be really concise about a topic, then that's fine um, in a lot of ways. But that means that that hour and a half is just like jam packed with value every single minute like there's no waffle in there whatsoever it's all necessary um and actually i say that but then if we were working with somebody that had put together a an hour and a half podcast i would probably say let's see if we can cut that up into five or six episodes <laughs> and put it out in you know five or six 15 minute chunks uh, i i just think that it's a struggle again especially in the early days to get people to listen to long shows now so it's good to break it up in the first place so what would be your your top tips for producing a podcast for your business, Colin? I think, I suppose we've alluded to it. Um, it's the uniqueness. It's, I mean, not to put anyone off, but, you know, the world does not need another business podcast right now. So, but the world does need another business podcast or another podcast on any subject that is unique, that is different from every other show out there. And I really don't think it's that hard to find your uniqueness. I don't think it's hard to make something that's different from the other shows out there. And the the way that we usually start with it when we're working with people on this is you've got your subject, you've got your topic. So say it is um, social media marketing to take a a random subject. Uh, First thing I think is like drill down into that a little bit. Let's go a bit more niche. And it doesn't mean that you're excluding all the rest of social media marketing. It just means that for the first season, say the first 10 episodes, we're going to do just Twitter. Um, and maybe even drill down more. You know, the first 10 episodes, we're going to look at how do you use uh, Twitter search you know, for 10 episodes to grow your business. So go really, really specific. And you can say on every episode, you know, we do social media marketing in general, but this season we're concentrating on this one specific problem. I'm going to help you so well with that. So I think that's the first place is drilling right down in there. And then on the second season, you can go out to someone else. You can talk about Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever it would be. You take that, so that's your niche topic, but then you need a bit more than that. I think the next stage is to think about uh, what your unique background is. So I think a lot of people, you know, we talked about the power of podcasting being the personality, the transparency, you know, the things that make you, you, the people behind the brand. And I think not enough people bring in their own personal experience uh, to this. And by that, I mean, you can talk about like, 
you know, stuff totally outside of work. So you were doing a social media marketing podcast where we're talking about uh, Twitter uh, search, but we're actually going to put a perspective on it whereby I'm a mountain biker. That's what I do. That's my hobby. That's what I spend all my spare time doing. So we're going to talk all around that mountain biking thing. Uh, And even if that doesn't connect directly with your audience, they'll sense the passion that you have around that uh, and enjoy it more because of that. Or maybe you're a climber and you're like, you know, I, uh, because of that, I've learned how to take more risks, but assess risk and you bring that into it. You know, you can always apply something that you've got from the rest of your life to the show that you're creating to create a unique perspective on it. So I often tell people to like, start writing down all the things that you do outside of work, all the things that you think you're good at that are totally unrelated to this topic. And like, let's see if we can create some kind of link between the two. Can we say, this is the social media marketing show by um, a professional climber or something like that, you know, and how does that make it different from other shows? So that would be my bit of advice. It would be, think about how to make this show unique, how to bring your own personal perspective to it, your own angle to it. So that it's not just like every other show out there because um, it's harder and harder to stand out now. So it really needs you to think about that. My thanks to Colin Gray. You can find out more about how to podcast at thepodcasthost.com and through Colin's own podcast. Just search for Podcraft in your podcast app. That's it for this week. Don't forget to subscribe for free to the podcast through your podcast app so you don't miss our next episode. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.